0: Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle.
1: be honest, it's Mindset Monday. What's going on?
0: What's up, Papa? Can you hear me?
1: I, I can. I'm feeling right. good today. How about you?
0: yeah I'm actually I uh, was able to shake off some some crust and I'm feeling pretty good right now. Nice. <laughs> I love when the crust gets shaken off.
1: <laughs> I mean if it was a pizza you'd eat the crust right but this, in this case we're just're we're shaking it off.
0: Well, not today because I'm tracking my macros so no <laughs> there you go. No pizza <laughs> crust today.
1: Yeah. Fair, fair enough so, so okay. what, what, how are we getting our mindset straight this morning What, what are we focused
0: on? Uh, well today you know I just thought it'd be a good uh, opportunity to just touch on, you know, how do we keep the fire burning? Mm-hmm. Right? How okay. do we keep the fire burning? Because, you know, last time I checked, we're halfway through 2021 already, right? <clears throat> Remember, we were all like, you know, uh, shelter in, in place, like comatose, and was just waiting for 2021 to come and then the Then the the Capitol was stormed, and we thought we were in an extended version of Twilight Zone, you know, the the series. Uh,
1: But then, you know,
0: I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go for it. Continue. Yeah. But then I'm sure somewhere in between that, we all had, like, well, some of us had some New Year's resolutions and some plans that, you know, they wanted to uh, implement for 2021. And here we are at the halfway point. And I'm really curious to see if that same energy that was you know, being exchanged in the beginning of the year is present today. You know Absolutely. I mean?
1: and, and, and if anyone wants to put in the chat box as we go through this, I'm thinking there's probably three categories of people, just, just to guess the audience as you roll through this. Category one are people that are just having an amazing year, energy mm-hmm. flowing, and they still feel great. They're like, I am yeah. good. Yeah. But then I know I've had some conversation with people that this has been an incredibly busy year in real estate in a good way, but they're getting to the point where it's like, okay, I I how do I keep it going? And another group of people that never got the fire really lit this year. It's still just an off year. Those are my three groups I met.
0: Is that is that a safe assessment? It's right on point. That's exactly what I had that oh. you know, the you know, those those that those three groups are definitely the dominant groups. And You know, for me to just avoid all that, I don't do New Year's resolutions, right? If there's something that I want to do, I start in September so that I have momentum to carry me through all the, right? And then, you know, people are all fired up in the beginning of the year. I'm just like, well, it's business as usual, whatever, you know what I mean? Um, and I had to do that hack for myself because I was part of that group of, you know, starting July 1st, I'm going to do all these things I never did last year and I'm going to do it 110%, right? So. So, so and, and don't, and I know you got somewhere we're going with this, so don't let me throw, throw
1: you off, but I'm curious, is this kind of about, avoiding the the up and then the down and then the up and then the down. like I'm motivated now I'm not or is it is it more about consistency or, or which direction are we headed today
0: well I think it's just more so just uh practicing bringing some things to uh to help practice mindfulness because you know when we have when we have goals and we want to achieve things you know uh, it's hard to sustain it it's one thing you know motivation is temporary you know what i'm saying motivation is temporary it's not a constant now uh inspiration that's a little more it has a little more beef to it but even even that itself is not a constant you know and 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 when we're excited ooh that's definitely not a constant like we're fired up in the moment but that can go with just some bad news or you know you might get rear-ended and the excitement is gone right so it's like How do we keep the fire burning, you know? And it made me think about my, uh, you know, my journey with my, my, my fitness journey and back, and it's been 11 years now. So for 11 years, I've been gradually improving my lifestyle. And when I say my fitness journey, I just don't mean like working out in the gym, my mental fitness, my relationship with my family, my business fitness, like my overall fitness, has been this ongoing um, evolution uh, that required motivation. It requires inspiration. It calls. It requires all that stuff, but it also requires me to take action when none of those cool things, none of those those boosters, are present in my day to day. You know what I mean? Um, and I remember vividly because, you know, well, at least I got into real estate too, because I wanted to help people and, you know, bring back when a handshake actually meant something and, you know, and, and really just provide a service and not be a salesperson. And, but I remember I went from that to, you know, how many units going to sell this year? Like, you know, I gotta, I gotta sell these units or I gotta, yeah, you know what I mean? I turned into this machine, like just cranking out these houses and I'm just like, Whoa, you know, where did that happen? You know, I totally got away why I was inspired to do real estate and start chasing some other stuff that I guess I thought was the thing to do, you know. Um, but where I'm going with this is I remember vividly, there was a picture. Because I was chasing the units and trying to crank all these closings out, you know, I was burning the candles on both ends, and I remember I was supposed to be on vacation. And uh of course I'm working and looking at my cell phone, doing all the things that we're not supposed to do on vacation, right? And uh there was a picture that was taken. And I remember looking at it, and I'm just like, I did not recognize the guy. I mean, I literally had my best year ever in real estate, and I looked the most miserable. You know what I mean? I was smoking a pack a day of cigarettes, I wasn't sleeping. I was eating like crap, double mayo, extra cheese, uh, root beer floats, you know, uh, taking smoke breaks on my walk.
1: Slow down, slow down. You put (laughs) double mayo in your root beer floats. This is definitely (laughs) a low point for you. That's that's the low point. Okay.
0: Double (laughs) mayo on my burgers. Sorry. Got it. (laughs) it. Just check it. (laughs) Double mayo on my burgers. And uh, I just remember, like, I looked like I was going to have a heart attack in a year or two or stroke. There was so much tension in my face. And if I smiled, you were like, dude, you're not happy. Like, I don't even know what that is. Like, don't smile, dude. That's like mixed message. You know what I mean? Um, But I remember that was the inspiration. But one thing that I did do remember is I knew that I wanted to change, but I also knew it wasn't going to happen overnight. So at that moment, When I just made that decision to, you know, to stop smoking or wanted to stop smoking, I knew that I couldn't do it overnight, but that was a start. 11 years later, now, had I I said, you know, I want to do all this stuff back then, it wouldn't happen, but over time, um, I was able to create a lifestyle That my overall fitness, like I said, business fitness, relationship fitness, you know, not just the gym and running around cardio fitness, you know, it became um, a lifestyle rather than a diet or a program, if that makes any sense. You know, so, um, and I remember like, I did do all those programs, you know, the Grapefruit 45, 30 day abs, I even had the little app machine that had batteries that you can plug in and it's supposed to shock your abs so you can work your abs out like at the desk. Like I thought that was, I thought that was it, you know what I mean? Because I was doing a lot of work on my computer. I'm just like, well, I'll work on the abs while I work. And that was like horrible because it hurts. I used to set it on high because I wanted to hurry up and get the abs, right? <laughs> but anyways, um, my point I'm making is, you know, it's halfway through the year. And how do we, like, keep the fire burning? And for me, one of the things that I learned, there's four things of mindfulness I'm going to touch on, is, you know, in order for me to keep the, the, the fire burning, I realized that thinking big, right, you hear all this stuff, think big and you'll go far, you know, think bigger. Well, thinking big is an acquired taste. You know what I'm saying? Like if you habitually think small, if we're going to use those terms, and then you go to thinking big, it's going to blow up in your face. You know what I mean? Um, you can't go from zero to 100 and expect to sustain that pace. It's just not going to happen. You know, so what I learned was I started thinking small and then increased it over time. Right? You know, I, it was something that was achievable. Like if in two thousand nine, if I would say I want to be an Iron Man, right? Like, where do you start? You know, when it's too big, I think I talked to you uh, about this before, Jesse. Is when a lot of people get stumped is they start going into the how too soon. You know, how am I going to do this? And you get lost in all the logistics of the how and like I got to do this, this and that. So what I learned was I started to think small, have smaller goals. So I can reach that checkpoint to increase my bandwidth to start thinking bigger, bigger, and bigger. Right. And the reason I it worked for me that way because it was sustainable. Like going from zero to hundred, that that'll wear you out real quick. If you've never done it before, now you're doing all these things to get there. And at the same time it being balanced with everything else in your life, it's just, it just doesn't work.
1: A hundred percent. And I wonder if part of that has to do with um, the science of flow state. I don't know if we ever talked about this, the artist. I've been a while since talked about this on Agent Power Huddle, but there's a book I love called The Rise of Superman. Have you ever read that book? Um, no, I haven't. Okay, now I know what to send you for your birthday or just for fun next week. Let me know if you want Audible. I got a bunch of Audible credits. I'll send you a gift. It's it's one of my favorite books, guys, I've ever read. It's called The Rise of Superman by Stephen Kotler. But it's Mm -hmm. an entire book that talks about, there we go, Zach just dropped it into the the chat box here. And and if you're on the Zoom with us. Um, In this book, it talks about the science of the brain and how you get in the flow state. And Mm -hmm. it talks about brain physiology and then real world stories of like extreme athletes. But the part I love on goal setting to get into the zone talks about your goal needs to be between 100 and 110% of what you're capable of. Mm -hmm. If you put a goal that's way too high, Mm -hmm. your brain knows you're like that, ah, it's going to lock you down in fear and you'll never get into flow state. I wonder if that's part of what you're talking about here, where you can get yourself into action with this giant goal that you just jumped to, but part of your brain will realize it's just, it's too big and fear will lock you down. You won't actually be able to continue it. Is that tie into
0: what you're saying, Theodas? Absolutely. And I think this is a perfect time for a lot of people just to make that assessment. Like, hey, is it a 200% goal that I set? Do I need to back it down a little bit? Because it's okay to readjust the plan, right? There is no perfect road to success. You know what I'm saying? So, don't feel bad if you have to totally, like, bail. Well, you know, I won't say, I like uh, what Steve Harvey said. It's like, don't get a a plan B, get another plan A. If you got to get another plan A halfway through the year, then so be it. Like, get over it. Just be grateful that you understand that the plan that you're on is not working. You know what I'm saying? If it's not working, then bail. You know, let's, let's switch it up.
1: And the difference is, is the plan not working or are you not working your plan? And are you not working your plan because you set it so high that you're just, you, as soon as you sit down at your desk every time you talk yourself out of it, you're like, there's no way I can do hundred units. I did 20 last year. Now I'm trying to do a hundred and you're halfway through the year, right? right? There's nothing that says you can't go from 20 to hundred, right? Not to say that units are our goal. I'm just picking that because you, you gave that earlier. However, yeah. I think everyone is different. I had, there was someone on here, I forget who it was who said, do not adjust your goal. I think it was Jake Dixon from the locker room. And I love where he went with that. He said, don't adjust your goal. At the same time, it depends on, how did you set it to start with? Right. right like how, how right. were you on track when you set that at the beginning? Did you have some outside guidance with it? I was right. think it's interesting on goal set. And
0: it, you know, and just to, you know, to, to, to support that that whole idea, it's like, you know, I mentioned before that the industry makes a ton of money off of professionals selling the how to. Right. Here's this step-by-step book. Here's this this program. Here's the step by step. But not too many. Well, they're out there, but they don't get as much airtime as who do we need to be to execute that plan? Who do we need to be? And uh, I was working on some stuff with my business coach and I have like four personalities. Like Elvis is one of them, right? Now Elvis is uh, when when I was in construction, I used to work on way. I'd be in the scissor lift, sixty feet in the air, and it's swaying in the air, and I'm welding and stuff. Well, I'm scared of heights, right? So my leg used to shake like Elvis on the, you know, on the stage when I'm up there. I'm up there working, and my leg is shaking, right? Elvis also likes to keep me safe. So when I try to go do something that's bigger than I'm, you know, outside my comfort zone, Elvis is like, "Whoa, guy, no, like, chill out." Let's take it easy. Let's just kick back. Let's be comfortable. Right? So that's Elvis. Now, soldier, that part of me is more calculated. It's more, you know, strategic. It's it's more disciplined. It's more like follow the plan, right? So that's the soldier. the soldier part of me. Beast is just, you know, a wild like, it's just energy. Bah! You know what I'm saying? The soldier needs to like soldier helps keep that contained. And then Hulk is basically, the more I get into something, the stronger I get. You know what I'm saying? When I turn around and I face my challenge, I just get better, you know what I mean? Exponentially, I just get better. So I had to write a letter to Elvis saying that I no longer needed his services because he was keeping me safe when I was being called to push forward and you know, live the life that I was supposed to live here on this earth. So that really helped me form a relationship with who do I need to be? What state do I need to be in in order to execute the goals that I, I set for myself, right? And if I'm honest with that, I set myself up initially To have sustainable success. Now, I didn't say perfect success. I didn't say everything was gonna go all good all the time. I didn't say I was gonna have motivation every single day and be inspired every day. And, you know, it's just all good. It's just the foundation has given me the groundwork to push through um, in times when, you know, I want that root beer flow or I want to eat a bag of Mike and Ike's or, you know, extra mayo or, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, you, you, you really like that mayo. I, I totally, I totally get it. And by the way, don't let me take you off track. I know
1: we, we, you said yeah. you had four. So, so that, that we, we got w- one of the four, right? Yeah. What's,
0: what's, what's number two? One or two is just watch out for the, for the subtle Jedi mind trick of settling, right? A lot of times we're pushing, And the challenges have a, they're really good at coming up when we're tapped out on motivation or inspiration or we're not excited. That's when the challenges come, when we're just beat down, right? And then we go, hmm, like, I don't know if I really, maybe I should just step it down a little bit. Maybe I'll just, you know, that's where Elvis will kick in on me. Like, let's just chill out here at the audience. So it's not nice and warm and cozy. Matter of fact, I'm going to get a blankie and we can get some popcorn and, and, and watch this, you know, watch, watch, watch some movies or something. You know what I mean? So, 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 so t- talk me through it because because that's what i was saying before
1: you got to look at yourself and figure out if you're halfway through the year and you're not happy with the production mm-hmm. is it because the goal was set to the point that your brain is locking out in fear how do you know if it's fear of the goal was too big or if it's elvis i love your elvis metaphor if it's elvis coming in and talking you down to settling how do you how can you tell the difference
0: well it's important to you know, the other part to that is to make sure you have a coach or a mentor And you definitely need to be hanging around people who are already doing it you know what i'm saying that are already it's incorporated into their lifestyle so they can give you you know the the delivery is a lot different when someone's doing something or they've you know i won't say perfected it but they're living it right we need to be with those people right sometimes we get caught up in trying to do things ourselves this totally, it's appropriate sometimes, but when you're, uh, if you are like me and you want to continue to evolve, get get over it. (laughs) Hang around the winners. I I love it. You know, hang around the winners because they're going to say, hey, hey, it's like, what's going on? And we're going to be able to have a conversation that allows me to identify whether, you know, I'm struggling and I actually need someone to help pull me up or I'm just, you know, stuck in my own feelings and having you know this this secret pity party, and need to be you know shaken out of it.
1: It it takes a mirror from the outside. So, yeah. so that that's a perfect time for me to say, look, if you if you're watching this agent power huddle and you're a guest, right, you're not part of our of part of our group yet, you're a guest. Ask whoever invited you here, right, to be that mirror for you. Or if you're like, look, mm-hmm. if they're not the person, ask them, hey, who do you have in your crew that can be a mirror for me? I guarantee it. And if you guys are already part of our our of our group that right, that's on here if you're wondering, as you're listening to this, ask, ask someone else in, in the crew, right? Ask someone else, Hey, guarantee there's someone that you're connected to. That's part of your support system. That could be this mirror for you. I love that. Be and that
0: was actually one of them too. So that's three. Oh, I, I, I skipped ahead. No, it's all right. But it's, it's really important to have that piece because, you know, sometimes we start Google searching or we may pay for a program or it's like just hang around, the right type of people and if you don't have those people in your world right now this is a great time to start building it and if you're on this power huddle i mean there's a ton of us on here you know i've i've been saving these i'm gonna spend a weekend just going back to watch some of these power huddles because we have some amazing people on these power huddles and this content is free i'm just like where else can you find that you know what i mean you know, different people from different parts of the industry, different levels, different perspectives. It's amazing. Um, the other mindfulness thing that it's important to, pro- um, to practice is uh, using failure as a catalyst. You know, like I said that uh, there is no perfect road to success. And I know I'm guilty of it sometimes, but Failing is sometimes the best thing that can happen to us. It's the best thing that can happen to us. It absolutely sucks. It does not feel good. Sometimes it makes us feel ashamed. Uh, It makes us feel like, you know, we're not worthy. You know, there's a lot of stuff that comes along with it. But I also understand that when I fail, I learn some valuable lessons. I'm like, ooh, I will never do that again. You know what I'm saying? And it it helps me build up early warning detection systems, meaning that if I'm going back in that direction, it's like beep, beep, beep. You know, the alarm goes off. And it's like, so I never have to experience that, you know, whatever it is at that same level intensity because I failed at it. You know, I failed. So now it's like it's etched, it's the part of my DNA, it's a part of how I'm, I'm wired now. Um, and a lot of people like to avoid the failure part. Like, mm, you can get, achieve your goal, let's say if you achieve your goal and you don't fail, that is so much different than you achieving your goal and you fail multiple times. So the whole different understanding about the process and it will allow you to connect more to other people in their process because last time I checked, if we're human, mm, we're not machines and we're not perfect, right? This doesn't exist. So, yeah, failure. And, and I had a little dose of that this past weekend. I, was, I went to the hardware store, right? I just went there to buy some, some glue, some super glue. Somehow I ended up with a big box of Mike and Ike's, the big one, not the small one, the big one. I live less than ten minutes away from the store, and I ate the whole box. <laughs> I, mean, I wasn't even finished chewing all the like the color stuff off of it before I was swallowing it. It's like. <laughs> Well,
1: that, that's part of the secret is if you eat them faster than your body doesn't notice, that's, that's, part of the, that's part of the strategy, right?
0: Yeah. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because I'm tracking my macros right now. That wasn't, you know, that's not a part of the meal plan, a, a, a large box of Mike and Ike's. And then I went home and ate some, you know, some bread, uh, whatever it was. The point, the point was, I felt like crap because the sugar rush came. I had a headache and it reminded me that, hey... I actually used to do this all the time, and it reminded me that mm, I'm good with letting that be a part of my past, but I'm grateful that I got the reminder that when you eat a full box of Mike and Ike's in less than 10 minutes without even chewing the the colored yummy stuff off, that's not a good way to support your health, (laughs) and it doesn't stop there for me and i'm just using that as a an example of sometimes i can i guess relapse into old behaviors that i worked so hard to get away from but in doing that it reminds me what it was like when i failed like at a level 10 le- level whatever it was i was working on and that's where the early morning early warning uh detection system kicks in for me to help me get back on track I love it. And
1: to put that in context, uh, in real estate, I guarantee all of us on here have something, whether it be prospecting or a list of people, tasks, to-dos, something that, that like, you're, you're working on, that you, you have these behavior patterns. Maybe you've always been incredible at just doing everything that's on your list. For most of us, I think there's always that struggle where we're good, and then it's a, it becomes a struggle to fall off. And that's that having that early warning detection system is something like I've never considered. I, I love that concept, Theodis.
0: Yes, and it's everything that I'm talking about absolutely like, applies to, to real estate or whatever businesses we're out there running, you know, and that's where, you know, there's plenty of people in Agent Power Powerhill that, that talks about, you know, the how-tos and how to execute certain, you know, uh, critical components of the business itself, and I, I like to speak just on the practical stuff that, you know, we all experience as human beings that we have to go through. But sometimes we overlook because we're too consumed with the how and forget that there's some other stuff attached to it that really makes it all work, you know, uh, in a that, that's the That's the who
1: you have to be, right? There's very, who, there's very little on, that totally makes sense, there's very little on who you need to be to achieve your goals. Mm-hmm.
0: And, I, and I think, you know, now that we're in the middle of the year, it's like, if you're one of those people that did absolutely nothing, I would raise my hand and say, I need help. You know, tell your ego. I say this all the time. The ego can't come to the party, you know, saying if you need to, there's another saying you can't save your, and your face at the same time, you know, which one, you know, are you going to save? So if you're in, in trouble, raise your hand, say, you know, over here. And you still have plenty of time to get on track, plenty of time. And if you're doing good and you're still crushing it, great. Just, you know, use the early warning detection system to continue to do what you're doing. And if you have an opportunity to zoom out and touch other things in your life that may be starting to shrink, please do that. Um, But most importantly, you know, if you're in trouble or if you're not quite there or you need to adjust the plan, reach out ask for help and you know recalibrate things i love it
1: anything else you want to leave
0: people with today uh stay away from uh, double mayo that's n- not a good thing uh i was in kfc one time and someone ordered like a, a 20 a, bu- a, a 25 piece bucket and a diet root beer float i was like Diet root beer float and 25 pieces of chicken. Hmm. Anyways, <laughs> mixed message.
1: Uh, what are you about to say, Jess? I was just going to say, by the way, Nathan, who was watching on Facebook, he did say, there's nothing wrong with the occasional root beer float. And I said, I can't, I can't yeah. argue with that, right? We're not no, talking about no. never. Yeah. Hey. yeah.
0: <laughs> but yes, yeah, so like Use this, this is a great time to just reflect and see where you are, you know, with your beginning of the year plans and... Just practice some some mindfulness on how to, you know, keep the fire burning if you feel like it's you're just, you're starting to lose some of your mojo um, to finish out the year strong. I love it. All right, guys, you should be set
1: for the Monday for the week. I'm feel every Monday. I feel I feel this just sets me right for the for the week. Thank you, Thiago. Right
0: All right, yeah. thanks, Jess. Good to see you guys. Absolutely. Have All a great right. day,
1: guys. Bye, everybody.